This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Listening to the final cast on the Panel and Finn Podcast Network. I'm Brad. I'm Matt. Matt, you were cracking me up in the uh, little back screen right there. Do what you were doing. I was literally just like, dude, that's a banger. That intro is amazing. I want that that track for my ringtone. Uh, dude, it's so. Brian, like, I feel like, job. dude, I feel like I'm sitting here and I just got in a movie, and that came on and it's like, like the it's like a sequel to a movie we watched as we were kids. Yeah. And all the characters are coming back, and that's they're doing stuff. I'm like, dude, I feel like Zen. <laughs> Zen, dude, I just love it. It's sick. Brian did it such a sweet. good job. Good job, uh, Brian. Yeah, good job. You don't listen to our shows, you just put them up. But no, he does. No, he's a liar. He doesn't. <laughs> you don't listen to anything, Brian. You so, head. this past weekend, we did the uh Cincinnati Fishing Expo. We worked, we in did. Loveland Con- Canoe and kayak booth, paddle sports, whatever. Yeah, it's. I don't know if that's official too. I think it is because he has the new sign outside the shop. So Loveland Paddle Sports, uh, the premier destination for any crescent bona fide NRS. NRS kayaks that you could ever want. Plus all the best NRS accessories and a plethora of knowledge from Mark and the crew over at Loveland. Um, 
Way to, t- way yeah. to pat yourself on the back there, Matt. I'm not, I don't, I don't, I'm very I'm not knowledgeable. There. I'm not, I'm not there. I'm not at Loveland. <laughs> I'm about to say the most, the most you'll get is if you go in there and you ask like a question and he doesn't know, then he might call me, but that's yeah. about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was a fun weekend though. Yeah, dude, it was super fun. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, a lot of good things at the show. I really wish uh, Blue Rock or Blue Ridge or Blue Rock, Blue Rock, Blue Rock tackle. Yeah, yeah, Blue Rock was there, and I didn't even see him, which takes. I me didn't off. either until the yeah, very dude. end. So that was frustrating. But I got to look at my RVR that oh, I can't yeah. take home until after the Columbus Expo, which is poo. But what's cool about it? And this is why I was told Mark about it because he's like, "Hey, you know, are you wanting this boat? Do you want this color?" And I was like, "Well, yeah." Obviously, I want the steel because it's sick. And I was like, yeah, I really want that boat. He's like, you sure? Like, this is a, it's like one of the, you know, it's a boat. It's got a couple, it's got a blemish here and there. And it's like, I don't care. And this is my thought. So I have the very first bona fide bass rods in the state of Ohio, actually in the Northeast, I think in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. Ken, Ken Collins has one of the other ones. The first like retail versions. Mm-hmm. So I want the, and this RVR that we had at the, the booth is the very first RVR in the Northeast. Yeah. There's only three of them, right? There's only three of them floating around the U S one's down South one's out West and one's up here. And I told oh. him that I told him like why I want it. And he's like, Oh yeah, man, it's yours. So like, that's, that's just, I, it's, it's going to be the same boat if I would get a brand new one or out of the truck still wrapped and take it home. But this is just cool because there's yeah. a little backstory to it. Dude, it's sick. So it and that boat's just, Oh dude, that boat's so awesome. It is cool. I can't wait for you to get one. Me too. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, with that said, we got a uh, cool episode lined up for you guys. Um, we're going to be talking to John Patrick of Noisy, John Kirkpatrick, my bad, of Noisy River Outdoors. Welcome to the show, John. Hey, how are you guys doing tonight? Good. How are you doing? I am pretty good. Awesome. Um, do you want to do a little background on yourself? Uh, like where you're from, what you do, uh how you got started and all this yeah sure so my name's john kirkpatrick um i am with noisy river outdoors we are located in north carolina um i actually (laughs) we uh, i love love it i love it it, it's a wonderful place you get a little bit everything here yeah, I was stuck in Jacksonville, North Carolina at Camp Lejeune, so I saw like the armpit of the state, but I got to go to all the cool stuff. So, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, no, actually, so we're a family business. Um, my uncle is the creator of the Flipcat. Uh, he, he basically designed it from scratch. Um, we've been working on it for, um, well, it's been a long time. Uh yeah. As I, I don't know if y'all are into product development or not, but it it takes it takes a long time to bring a product up from a from an idea to a, a oh, workable yeah. a oh, workable yeah. object. But uh, I believe that. Oh yeah, I think we've been working on it for close to eight years. Wow. Um, Ooh, yeah, I, I started on it in college. Uh, started working with him, and have been doing it ever since. And hopefully, we're we're about to launch. Um, so that's kind of. You kind of got started before you, the whole kayak craze even got like what it is now. That's pretty crazy. Oh yeah, big time. Um, we actually, uh, well, we'll say we did a, a debut at the 
I want to say it was the 2019 outdoor retailer show. Mm -hmm. Uh, that was the first show we went to with our first prototypes. Um, uh, I think we lost you, John. The check, I guess, see interest. Uh, is it... Oh, nope. Can you hear me now? Yep. Yep. I don't know what's happening. Um, but uh, I don't know where I cut off at. But ever since the show, after we had so much interest, we've been you know, finishing things up, making sure it was a a finished product instead of uh, you know some people. You know, they go to market. They go just get it to market. Get it to market. And it's like no, yeah. we want it to be right. We, we want it to be exactly what people want and exactly what we're advertising when we put it out. And that that seems kind of like the uh, the popular thing nowadays. People are rushing products out just to get it out on the market, and then they update it as time goes on. And I know it's more prevalent in like the video game industry and stuff like that more than the kayak industry, but I, I'm I'm sure we see some of that in the kayak industry as well. Oh, of course. For sure. Yeah, you know everything always seems right mm -hmm. until everybody else gets their hands on it. Um, yeah. People are always going to find you know, something new, uh, which either you didn't think of or you didn't know or whatever it is. It doesn't matter how much testing you do. But, yeah. And uh, Drew Gregory hit on that when he we had him on the show once. He said it's kind of hard to get your product like perfect the way people want it to without having a bunch of people test it for them. You know what I mean? Like when, when they, when they released the Sholey, he was like, we would have had to send out 20 kayaks two years ahead of time before it released so they could work out all the kinks. And that's not how it works in the kayak industry. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not how it works in any industry because you can't make everyone happy. Even if mm -hmm. Drew sent out 20 boats, even if, you know, you guys sent out 20 flip cats, there's going to be someone when it comes out, who's going to, Oh, well, this is what's wrong with it. Yeah. Somebody who's at their house on their couch on Facebook. Doing oh, of course. Oh, that's what they do with their life. We have, <laughs> uh, we recently had quite a bit of TikTok success. Uh, we, huh. we created a TikTok and I think we're, we're right at 5,000 followers now. That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> we had one video, you know, one of the first ones we posted got over a million views. Um, wow. and you know, a few hundred thousand since then, but, uh, some people are super supportive and some people aren't, but that's just how it is. Yeah. That's pretty cool though. Yeah. Uh, people let's... just, there's, there's always going to be someone, like I said, who's going to jump around. You can't, you can't make everyone happy. You just, at the end of the day, how I look at it now, granted, I haven't been a whole lot of product development or anything, but at the end of the day, whatever project I'm doing, I don't care if I'm making somebody else really happy as long as people like it. And I'm content with the product and I know I did the best I can. And it's got to serve the purpose for what it's meant for. That's all you can really do. You can't you can't silence, silence all the haters and everything. That's just life, unfortunately. Oh, exactly. No, exactly like you said. It's like the best thing we can do is is well do our best and you know put out something that ready to go and we'll we'll do the best thing for the most people. Yep. There you go. So, what was the hardest part in designing this thing for you guys? Hmm, let's see. Um, Trying to try to think of the best uh, the best way to explain it all. Um, well, COVID set us back big time. Um, mm. Between getting things, you know, doing prototyping, getting things manufactured, 
um, yeah, but making everything work together, getting, I mean, we had our molds made before we went to the show, um, in 2019. And so since then we've been, you know, just tweaking, making sure everything was, was as good as possible. Um, there's been quite a few changes to the pedal system since then, or pedal drive, whatever you want to call it. Um, mm -hmm. our chair, a lot of updates that are, are really, really good and really beneficial to the customer. Interesting. Uh, sorry, Matt, go ahead. If you have something, I'm, I was just looking at the website. Yeah, you know, you're good. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, just looking at it, I can, I mean, it's, it's super innovative and we're going to get into like all the features and stuff that are in this boat. Um, I know when we first reached out to you guys to get you on the first thing I said, I was like, man, that's a duck hunting machine. Yeah. And that's the first thing I said, cause I'm a, I'm an avid duck hunter. Uh, I was going to hunt out of my bonafide P127, but I got venom green. Like it's a fluorescent highlighter green. So that was <laughs> stupid of me to do because they made one in camo. I'm just an idiot. But, uh, <laughs> so I was like, man, but at, at, even at the same time, while that you can hunt out of, I know quite a, guy, a few guys who hunt out of reg, just regular old kayaks. The, <clears> the features this kayak has makes it like pristine, not only for a hunting platform, by the way, for everyone out there, this isn't just for hunting, but for like, in my mind, I see I can make a blind. I can kind of sit up a little bit higher and shoot ducks better. And it's just great. Oh, where's I'm, I'm going to show you this picture, Matt. It's on the website here, right here exactly dude that would be awesome <laughs> yeah that's cool yeah, that, yeah that's, that's one sick. of the things we worked really hard to do uh especially with the chair and the pedal drive together so you have i think it's over 250 adjustable positions between the two wow um, that's insane. that's impressive <laughs> yeah so the the pedal drive has five um i'll say five adjustable positions other than if you want you can say six if you count the laid down position and then the chair has 54 um, wow between it has nine um uh so what's the best way to call that uh horizontal position so mm -hmm. uh you can lay it all the way up from a 90 uh, as a leaning post and then take it down to a 45 if you want like a layout style kind of like that picture was so perfect for duck hunting okay um, and then the the seat goes up and down six positions so you can go all the way up to like 15 inches off the deck or down to one inch so good, oh, so good you can really fishing. vary down oh yeah big time oh yeah so before we actually get into the flip cat and all the features and everything i know brad asked like what was the hardest thing for the r d process but i want to know because you said and correct me if i'm wrong i've got blown up brain so it doesn't work too great did you mention you said your uncle was the one who designed it originally yeah yeah so what was why did he want to design this boat like what was behind what was the main purpose behind that like idea to create this the flip cat so our family has always been big outdoors um mm -hmm. we've you know ever since i was little i actually grew up on a farm um they grew up actually on a farm as well and i mean he was born in alaska you know did a lot of stuff there and then moved back here to North Carolina. And I mean, we've done everything from deep sea fishing. I was actually the junior angler of the governor's cup at the big rock mm. and the barter tournament one year. That's all awesome. in a row. Um, so lo lots of fishing, uh, hunting, uh, I mean, just about anything, hiking, backpacking. We've been into it all forever. Um, 
he got the idea originally from well i guess it's a couple mix of things but when we would all we would all go as a family down to the beach and all of us kids would always want to go you know over to a little island you know we the whole family would rent a house on the sound together and uh so all my cousins and everybody and we'd want to go across and do this and do that and it was always a pain to try to get you know either a, a boat or uh, kayaks or anything there because one thing you couldn't store them mm-hmm. and then you either had to take a truck or you know try to put multiple kayaks on top of a car or you know all that stuff and then later on so he kind of got the idea then and then later on we actually started going to a condo complex and there it was just a pain you know you, you can't do this you can't do that you know an hoa wouldn't let you you know store your kayak on top of your car or put it here and then trying yeah. to get in with the current it was really hard i mean it dangerous actually is a better way to say it because mm-hmm. um, the current just rushes really strong there and you know after that he started working on it and took it from <laughs> you know cutting out wood prototypes to you know foam board prototypes to aluminum and then to you know, getting the, you know, getting the designs together and everything else and having molds made. And now we're here, which hmm. I guess is a really simplified way to put it. But uh, yeah, I'm about to say there's a lot of blood, sweat and tears and frustration behind that. Uh, how I like to say the Barney style explanation. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I completely forgot that this thing's uh, portable and comes apart, right? Uh, well, it is portable, but it doesn't come apart, which is the really, really interesting thing. And that's what makes it unique compared to a lot of the other kayaks on the market. So everything is attached mm-hmm. and self-contained. So when it folds up, you're not like removing an individual piece and then putting okay. it here or, you know, taking it apart and you know loading three different pieces into your. Okay. So does the, how, how does it fold up then? On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! oh. Look at that Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Did we I think we lost one it all folds up, folds up into the box. Oh, did I lose you for a second? Yeah. Just a smidge. You're good. No worries. Um, okay. Uh, you were, you were probably explaining what Brad had asked. Cause he literally asked, how does it fold up? And it sounds like you were explaining how it folds up. So if you <laughs> want to repeat that, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, wait, actually, which part, the, which part did I cut out at? Uh, it started, you were saying how it doesn't come apart. Because I kind of thought it came apart as well, and you said it actually just completely falls apart. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you said it doesn't pull apart. So how is it folding up in the box? For yeah, so so everything is attached. Um, you know the the pontoons, all the individual. There's nine individual roto molded parts. Um, you know, all together and attached. So the pontoons are sealed. Well, they have a plug in them, but they're they're sealed for all intents and purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, so you lift the lids up and then you pop a pin on the pontoons, pop them up, and then 
lay them over on a hinge mm. and sit down into the holes, which you can see there on the side where the Flipcat logo is. Mm -hmm. um, there's a little hatch there for access to it because when everything's folded out, you have five cubic feet of storage there. Okay. Oh, inside wow, yeah. the holes. So you have a lot of room to put, like, say if you're duck hunting, you have decoy room. And you can fit, I think we put like 12 decoys in there, a full bag. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. And I mean, you can do, you know, if you have breakdown rods, you can, you know, break your rods down, set them inside of there. Um, coolers, uh, fish bags. I mean, just about anything you want to. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, five cubic feet is, that's a ton of space, especially when it, it's so easily accessible. Like you're not having to go to the front of the boat, the bow or the stern to get to that that space yeah yep, you just reach so, down yeah, that's yeah that's awesome and then you have that, you have that little hatch there as well so you can open the big lid so the the main lid and then you also have if you see the little gray hatch with flip cat on it that opens uh -huh. up as well so if you just need to reach down and grab you know a, a drink out of there or oh i got something you. small you can just so, pop that hatch and get in there yeah so that whole top lid like opens and then there's a little hatch that opens as well yes yes gotcha that's cool i didn't realize that yeah that's awesome yeah that would be yeah. handy i'm I'm sure you could put your shotgun and stuff in there too right yeah yeah as long as it's short enough um yeah. but you know i'm not sure i can't remember if we have put a shotgun in there or not um most of the duck hunting stuff we've done we've put it on a you know just a standard gun mount it yeah. has tons of t-track on it so you can put just about any kind of kayak accessories you want to that's nice. Um, yeah, that's that's the biggest complaint anyone I've ever heard from a new boat or even an old boat. It's like, I really wish there was more track. And like coming from someone who used to take the kitchen sink and the toilet with him when he went fishing, <laughs> as many like as much stuff as I could bring, I got to the point where I'm like, oh, I can deal without track. It's all right. But at the back of my head, I was like, dude, if, a if I had more track, it'd be great. And so, yeah, having abundance of T-track, that was a great idea. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we worked on that. Um, actually, um, which I can't tell. I don't know how big this is for other people, but if they're looking at it, the where the chair is mounted to at the bottom and then all the way up to where the handle starts, there's a little patch in between there that's not T-track, but the rest of that, actually, you can barely see it there. So there's T-track all on that line. Yeah. Um, right here? Yep. Yep. Right yeah. there. So there's I all T-Track. And then on the outside, on the we call them the accessory rails, they are they are all T-Track. So that's just a, a solid uh, square piece of T-Track. So there's T-Track on each, all four sides of it, which the outside that's is covered cool. by the skids, but the rest of it you all have access to. Very cool. Yeah, that's a lot of that's different fine. space. I mean, you can mount your cameras wherever you want, basically. Oh, yeah. Cameras are especially, I mean... I don't deep sea, but I know guys who catfish up on the Great Lakes, for example, and they have rods going. It's almost like a spider rig for crappie. Oh, yeah. And I mean, you have so much room to where you could probably, if you really wanted to, you could, I'm sure, I don't know if this would be smart because if you got three bites on the same side, no matter how good a kayak is, <laughs> if they're big enough fish, something's going to happen. But Tangly you could, if you up. really wanted to, you could probably put, I mean, comfortably four rods on each side. And then Jerry rig them out. That would be, I mean, yeah. Oh, easily. And then you also have, uh, which on this particular one, it has the, uh, I guess I'll call it an accessory. 
it has accessory mounting brackets on the back of the chair as well. Um, you can see that line that goes across where the canopy's mounted. Um, right back here? Yep, yep. So there's oh, okay. T-Track T there. That's cool. And there's actually T-Track. There's more T-Track on the lids. The uh, uh, Right next to those accessory rails, that black plastic there is actually T-Track. Okay. Oh, there's uh, so much. It's awesome. <laughs> I was wondering, like, if, if somebody wanted to bring their rods with them, how, how they would... Uh, mount them, but with the T track on the back of the chair, you could probably just put some rod holders there, and oh yeah, you're good to go. That's that, what we generally do. Yeah, I say you have that, and then how the how the social media aspect of fishing has like taken off, where everyone's recording everything they ever do. Which for some of us who fish certain spots in the river, we're not fans of, but it happens, <laughs> and who cares? There's nothing I can do about it, so I don't. I'm not going to pay any mind anymore. But it, I mean for the guys who this would be like a perfect platform for people who are wanting to, especially big water ocean stuff who are wanting to record and make YouTube content and stuff. I mean, this, you can put, you can have every angle of camera known to man and still yeah. have room for other stuff. You know, what would be cool is uh, running a camera off that T track behind the chair, like really high and then pointing it down like a fisheye or something. That's literally what I was thinking. <laughs> like you could see That'd everything cool. you met. Can you imagine fighting a fish with that going? Like, that would be the best content ever. That would be sweet. Like that, yeah, that would be sick. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you guys meant to do it that way, but you probably just made, like, the YouTuber's platform boat, like, the best <laughs> one on the market. Well, we actually talked about it from a photography standpoint. Mm -hmm. um, we've had several people actually doing photography for us, and they, you know, got on it and were using one of the uh, demos to take pictures of us while we're also on flip cats and they're like, man, this thing is phenomenal because it's so stable and they don't feel like they're for one thing, they can stand up and, yeah. and around. It's not, you know, real tippy kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and, and they can stand up and get pictures and they're not getting wet constantly. And, you know, it's, it's a platform you can move around on. You can stand up, turn around, you know, take a picture over the back of it. Um, you know, if you stick the chair up into the leaning post position, which is really, really easy to do. You can have it as a, a grab point. You're still on the water. It doesn't matter how stable a boat is. <laughs> It'll still well, go yeah. out from under you. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, have that as your grab point and you just move around, you know, as much as you want to, you know, take whatever pictures you like and you're good to go. So it was, uh, it makes a really good photography boat or hmm. kayak. Yeah, I can see that. Oh yeah. I mean, for sure. I mean, that would be like, I don't know why anyone wouldn't, with this type of platform to to have because a the two pontoons are going to give you probably i would say of course i've never been in it but i would just assume from like a mechanical like idea or a uh what practical sense having the two pontoons is going to give you some of the best stability period on the market yeah because they're two separate pieces you're having more water displacement it's it should just give you better stability period and then yeah. having that seat to where you can get in like any position you want to get any shot. Like that's, that's insane. Yeah. yeah. It's four feet, two inches wide, Matt. Oh Lord. Yeah. I mean, I, I the eerie <laughs> big water is about the only thing I'm going to worry about on that. And that's even on a rainy day. Other than that, I probably wouldn't care at all. Yeah. No, that's cool. We've right, put it through its paces uh, from a wave standpoint. We've worked it pretty hard. Um, it, it's, it's almost ridiculous how stable it is. I was actually, uh, we were taking some videos for TikTok the other day and I was down at the lake 
uh, getting a ski boat to run past, <laughs> making as big a wake, wake as it could, uh, you know, trying to get some decent footage to show people. Cause of course, you know, doing the TikTok thing, everything's really personal on there. So people are yeah. you know, asking questions like, Hey, can we see this? Uh, how does it handle, you know, this amount of waves, you know, how does it go through the grass? How does it, uh, you know, how do you roll it somewhere? Um, and so we're, we're trying to answer all those questions. Uh, but actually there's a video on the TikTok. I don't know if y'all could pull that up or not. I probably could. Yeah. I'm not sure why he's pulling that up. I do have one question because you, it, the kind of the base of this came from you guys going to the ocean and things like that. Have you tested this on, actually in like an ocean setting breaking through the surf and stuff. I think we uh, I lost you. I'm so sorry. You said you You're had good. a question and after that you were gone. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I love technology. It's awesome. Except I don't because <laughs> it sucks. But anyway, uh, the why he's pulling that TikTok up, I, I had a question mostly and it was one of the questions I really wanted to get into and I can't wait anymore because I want to know the answer. Um, have you guys done like heavy testing on this for like ocean stuff. Cause I know you said, um, you know, breaking through the surf when you guys were on vacationing and stuff like that. I'm, I'm assuming you guys have done something for this on big water, like ocean water. Um, we haven't done a ton on the, uh, actual ocean. Um, we've done a lot of intercoastal waterway stuff and inlet okay. stuff. Um, never had it real, real far out just because, uh, in all honesty, most of the time where it, it fell in the right time to test, it was winter time. Um, oh. <laughs> and uh, understandable. The uh, the North Carolina coast in the winter is not a pleasant place. Nope, <laughs> not uh, at all. So we uh, about a lot of and you know, we had, of course, on the intercoastal, you got uh, sixty foot, you know, seventy foot sport fishers going past you, and uh, they can pull awake oh, yeah. like no other. <laughs> I can imagine uh, it's it's a seventy foot boat. All right, so I found so I found your guys's TikTok here. All right, so here it is. Uh, which video was it? Uh, right Probably there with the, the second one. Yeah, which one? one? This one. Yep. yep. My face above the water. Oh, jeez. <laughs> My feet can't touch oh, the ground. I mean, you, you wrote it. Yeah, that would, uh, that would make me uh, pucker a little bit in my kayak. I'm not going to lie. Oh, that would make me pucker in my kayak. And I have a P127. It's one of the biggest, heaviest <laughs> boats you can get. And I would, like, I've been next to boats that have done that. And I, I pucker. I literally stop. I turn my boat completely into it, and I just sit there. I'm like, dude, if I go in, I'm going to swim to this guy's boat and kill him. Yeah, and, and, he, and he's going parallel with these waves in this video, too. And he's riding up the wave, but still staying pretty much level. Yeah. It, it was, honestly, it was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> but in that video, I actually have, so I have my hand on the rudder, and mm -hmm. my other hand is holding my phone. So I'm, I'm not like holding on to anything <laughs> or, you know, our rudder is a tiller system. So, you know, it's not like you're, you're gripping the side of the kayak and turning a knob kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I'm as, I was as secure as you could get. I mean, I never got wet. Um, I'm, I don't know how, I don't know how else to describe it. it it's a, 
it's an amazing feeling after being in, you know, different kinds of kayaks where you really low to the wall, sit inside kayaks mm-hmm. and having boats do that. And like you said, you pucker, you pucker big time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a few yeah, times man. where I've had that happen, even in the bonafide SS-127 crossing a lake. And I'm like, oh, geez, I got a video Lord. where my bow's going underwater. Well, there was, we were at Dale Hollow last year and we're, we, I still think this is the stupidest thing we did that whole weekend we were there, but we went out to uh star point, which is fine until you get to the giant open big, like one of the biggest parts of Dale Hollow. And Brad's oh, like, yeah. yeah, let's go, let's go way up there. And I was like, I mean, sure. I was in a bona fide RS 117 stable boat, good boat, not the most stable boat in the world. And he's in a Hobie and boats are going by and I'm seeing his Hobie rock. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to die. This is the sketch. I was like, dude, if I die, I'm looking at my fish finder. It says like 45 or 50 feet. I'm like, I'm not just going to die. No one's ever going to find me again. Like I'm gone forever. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's that in all honesty, getting this type of boat is going to, you know, it's going to help people want to go do that because they're going to see the stability it offers and not be so worried about it. I've got to the point that if I'm going to flip, I'm going to flip. It is what it is. Yeah. You know, I've lived a life, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> against what my wife hates when me saying this, but I mean, it is what it is. I don't really care. Hey. But I mean, with this boat for the people who aren't psychopathic like me, they can go out and get waked and not really have to worry about the boat wanting to completely flip on them or roll on them or getting in a sketchy situation after the boat. Cause that's always the thing too. The boat, the wake hits you and it's not necessarily the initial wake. It's what, you do to try to go against that like when people hydroplane yeah it's the same concept if you overcorrecting you, know, you overcorrect and overcorrect and flip your boat too so with this yep. you just from the video everyone saw it if you watch on the youtube he just goes with it and doesn't matter it's insane that's cool yeah yeah if you just like all you have to do is stare just <laughs> don't yeah. uh if if you don't fall off the boat you're probably going to be okay yeah um yeah uh, i'm I'm not going to sit here and say that you can't flip it because I have done it actively trying to Mm -hmm. as in like standing on it and pulling it over. I was about to say, it's probably not very easy though. No, it's, I would say you're generally going to fall off of it. Yeah. You'll fall off before flipping before flipping. If you are flipping, you are dragging it down with you. Yeah. Um, And then something that really makes this unique is how easy it is to get back on. Oh so, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's not like that. a where you're having to drag yourself up on the side, which you can if you wanna if you can get out of a pool, you can get back up on the side of this. Um, you know, I mean you just you know grab a hold of the side and pull yourself up and twist around and you're on it. And then yeah. you just pull your legs up and you're good to go. It'll be it'll be just fine. Um and then something really unique is the handle in the front actually flips down. So you, you pull your pins out. Oh, that's cool. This thing. And then drops down. You just put your foot on it and grab a hold of the back of the pedal system and pull yourself up. So it's kind of like a oh, ladder that's... on like a boat, like a jet boat, water yep. water skiing boat type thing. Exactly. That's cool. Um, so if you flip that easy. down and use it as a ladder, the whole but the boat, like I'm sure if you're not just going to say that, just say it. Like I'm sure you've done that. The boat itself will like will support that and won't just like nosedive and start doing anything crazy. Oh yeah. No, it, it supports that's, it. Fine. There's actually a video of it awesome. on the website. Um, we have a our, our I guess I'll call it our promotional video. Um, has my mother, who is over sixty, mm-hmm. 
jumping off of it and using the step to get back up on it. That's cool. It's a good Dude, idea. Awesome. <laughs> um, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's something most people don't think of. So something like simple like that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So my uncle, the creator of it, um, he is 67. So this thing is, is made so that somebody of his age can use it. Right. And that, that makes it nice because I'm, I know people, disabled people or whatever, they can easily get onto and off of this kayak at a dock or something like that without, you know, having to have help from somebody holding the boat stable while they're trying to get out of it. Yeah. We always, you know, kind of joke about it when we're doing testing or just, you know, going out for the day on them. Um, <clears throat> you, you get spooled because mm-hmm. you just you know, pull it up next to the dock, step off of it you know, put your rope around the cleat and walk away. You're ready to get back on it. You just walk over, step on it and sit down. <laughs> it's yep. not like, okay, yeah. let me figure out how to get back down into this thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I, know, I, I use the tried and true method of I put a foot in it and then I power bomb the seat as quick as I can. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's people break, uh, like they've torn plastic on the some kayaks doing that, just plopping down in seats and stuff. Yep. So yeah, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I'm lucky. I, I yeah, I haven't done that yet. But yeah, I mean, I getting in. I've I pulled my boat up to a dock, and you sit there, and you got the chicken legs as you're getting out. Yeah. And then when you go back in, I'll sit there and I'll stare at it and be like, dude, this is gonna duck for twelve seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk a little uh, a little bit about the pedal drive. So, is this like an original design that you guys did, or was it like something? like you ran with another, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, uh, this is all original. Um, it, it is a completely, I'll call it in-house built, um, mm-hmm. Hank and myself. Uh, and then his, my other uncle, like I said, family business. Um, we, we have completely built and designed this thing from scratch. So the, okay. the chair, the pedal drive, the kayak itself, all the, you know, the handles, the, the rudder, everything. Um, okay everything is its own unique design so is the uh pedal drive like a belt driven thing or a chain or it's belt driven okay and it's all encased inside of the housing i'm guessing yes yes it's actually um which the one in uh the picture here We lost you again. It's actually, a, I'll call it an earlier version. Oh, yep, I'm back now. Um, <laughs> the one in the the picture that you have there is actually an earlier version. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our new one, or the I'll call it the final version, is a little bit more open, uh, just because everything in there is it, it's a very simple design. Um, you know, there's no gears in it. Uh, mm-hmm. There's nothing to uh, oil kind of thing that's nice um, yeah nothing to to service aside from a belt after yeah however long you'd have to <laughs> you'd have to work on it pretty good pretty often to wear it out right um yeah so it is uh saltwater friendly then yes yes everything nice. in there is either stainless steel or coated aluminum um it's all 60 61 or above so it's a uh, very corrosion resistant by itself, not to mention the fact of, like I said, it's all coated. Um, That's cool. That are plastic. So yeah, there's, 
not a lot to wear out from a saltwater standpoint. Right. And you said this thing has six different uh, settings to where you can adjust it. Is that like an angle or forward and backward or how does that work? So it's uh, it's forward and backwards, but it's basically an angle. So it's, it, as you adjust it, it rocks backwards. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, so um, you can actually really narrow a, down how comfortable you want it to be. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Not to, uh, if you look at the TikTok, there's actually a video that explains the how the pedal drive works on there. That's a okay. really easy way to just show it. Oh, let's see. Oh, yeah, yeah and I like how it's a belt-driven system because, like, my pedal drive, I do have to service it. I have to stay on top of it to make sure the gears are still good. Make sure it's got. Uh, uh, oil in it you, gotta, you know just to stay on top of it so having one less thing to worry about that's always a plus and it's one less thing you get to worry about if you're taking it in a really gnarly conditions you don't have to worry about it breaking down or anything yeah and that's yeah, that's what we went for we didn't want something where people are having to constantly take it apart you know spend a lot of time on it right okay yeah so that make that makes sense now and then you can move the seat the seat forward or backward to yes. reach it even better gotcha um which you can i guess uh, an easier way to explain this so the the seat you can i guess technically move it forward on the t-track because it mounts to the t-track yeah um, but the easiest way to adjust it is, is since it it reclines at an angle and then the seat moves up and down is if you uh, say you put it at a 45 and then as you move the seat down it brings you closer to the pedal drive and then up it takes you farther away mm-hmm. that makes sense gotcha so that's is a there, really easy way to adjust it is there a way to pull the drive up out of the water or does it not drag when you hit uh, so it actually has uh, another <laughs> uh, a unique aspect of our pedal drive is it has a we call it the kick up prop okay um, yeah and the, another video actually shows that, but it uh, it pops up in between the holes as you go over top of stuff. And then, say if you need to, say you need to back up into some nasty stuff, or you're just somewhere where you either want to stand up and pull, you know, pull your way through a paddle. Yeah, so this will show it. Yep, there it is. Okay, yeah. Oh, so yeah. That's- Kind of reminds me of like the Jackson drive a little bit in that regard. Uh-huh. Yeah, the the Jackson one kind of see the best way to go is it's a lot shorter and it has a right. lot less range of movement. Um and ours when it pops up, it actually goes flush with the bottom of the holes. So if you can float over top of it, you can pedal over top of it. The prop won't ever hit. That's nice. Um, oh wow. You, yeah, you that's you never really have nice. to stop pedaling. Uh there's another video on there that shows us going over top of a log. Um, it's the third one over right there. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's like e- effort, effortless, smooth. <laughs> yep. And I'm that sure rudder's not real it, far in the water. Yeah, you do. Um, but it, it doesn't really affect anything. Uh, and then if you need to, like I said, if you're somewhere where the pedal drive is, yeah, you know, say you want to pull it up and leave it up, you just reach down. There's a little handle. You grab it, click it into the the top slot, and it'll stay there. Okay, so this is yeah. The, I want to uh, talk about yeah. I want I want to talk about this and how it looks when it's folded that's for so cool. transport. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. 
So the wheel system is really easy to use. It's, well, it's as simple as you can see in the video. Takes, you know, less than 30 seconds. You the wheels on or take them off. Yeah, that's and then impressive. That axle, that axle will come apart and go down in the hole. If you, you know, you make one trip to the water kind of thing. That's a big deal for us. We're like, you know, you make one trip to the water. You pull it out of the back of your car, lock your car up, go to the water. Yeah. Everything is self-contained. How heavy is this thing? It is 146 pounds. Uh, that's not bad. I mean, not you know, for like everything you're wheels. getting. Yeah. With wheels like this, I'm sure it's effortless. Oh, it's extremely easy to move. Um, I mean, it, it, it takes nothing. You know, the wheels roll super easy. There's no resistance to it. The way the wheels are set up, it's balanced. Mm-hmm. So you have very little actual weight on the handle. Yeah. And then, you know, it would be even cooler is if when you got to there and you made it big, like you actually broke it all out, you could put the wheels on the pontoons and push it into the water. That oh, would we be have sick. talked about that. Uh, <laughs> oh, you knew it. <laughs> oh, we actually, I shouldn't even say we talked about it. We actually worked on it um, and pretty well figured it out. And then it was like, well, we ended up going a different direction. So there's actually skid plates on the back pontoons. So. If oh, you there you go. It up right next to the water, you just pick it up by the front pontoons and push it in. <laughs> how, yeah, how I mean, long just does it looking take, at that video. How long does it take to unfold it and get uh, it out? I can do water? it in about. Lost, lost you again. <laughs> I can do it in about a minute. That's pretty a cool. A minute? <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Now, if that's <laughs> me moving. Um, and, well, okay, so let's started. say you're not moving and you're with your friend and uh, his name's Brad and your name's Matt and you're <laughs> saying a bunch of stupid stuff before you get to the water. How long are we talking? Uh, two and a half. Moving slow. Lord, yeah. that's insane. Yeah. That like, takes that's, Matt that's... like 20 minutes to set up his kayak. <laughs> it really does because I have to drag it down there. And like My boat doesn't, like even on wheels, I'm having to drag it down there. It's always off-centered. Just because you could never find the right spot for it. And yeah. then I had to get my rods already and I had to put my drive in. And it's, yeah. Yeah, it's exhausting sometimes, man. It's uh, kind of cool though. Show. Like, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say the drive, like you don't even have to remove the drive. It just pops up and you're good to go. Yeah. Like I said, it's all self contained. So it's not like a, you or even. Uh, a lot of other kayaks, you have to like if you get into something shallow, you got to pull your drive out. So you have to reach for it, unbuckle it, pull it out. Uh, you know, do whatever. If you go down to the bottom there, real quick, uh, look at the first video we posted. That's like a two minute and some change video. This one, yeah, it, it shows a lot of stuff you could have playing in the background there. Um, All right, kind of a I'll call it the extended version. It shows our hit track and some other stuff that we have. Um, so there you go. There's two on the back of that Jeep. Oh yeah, <laughs> or an RV. Cut custom rack for it too. Yep. Well, there's four. You see, you can fit bed. four in a in a pickup truck. <laughs> you can actually fit if you stand them up. You can fit six in the back of a long bed. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're gonna start doing river trips with buddies now, and we're all gonna have one of these. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna take. We're gonna have one person six just drive buddies. all the boats there. Yeah. Then if you got a hitch rack, you could fit two more on the back. So I guess you could carry eight with you, technically. We we don't have that yeah. many friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, me neither. <laughs> so one thing just from the video while we're watching it. Um, so those side platforms, I, 
I kind of assumed that they you could stand on if you wanted to. Are they full like weight bearing? Like if I wanted to, if I had this and I wanted to stand off onto one side of the pontoons, would I be able to do that? Yes, actually. And on the TikTok, there's a video of us doing that. Um, actually, of, of Hank doing it. Um, that's the creator. But uh, yeah, no, you can stand on the side of it all you want to. Oh, there's that Bixby. I yep. knew we were getting to that. I was gonna I was gonna talk about motors a little bit. So there is a spot for it. Oh yes, no, it is. Uh, we have a, I'll call it a, a custom mount. Um, mm-hmm. It's very simple. Uh, that comes and it's basically the kayak is ready for the Bixby. So if you ordered a Bixby and ordered. Uh, Lost you. Uh, just the little mount. Oh, I'm back now. You're good. <laughs> You're good. Um that's what we get for living out in the country but uh yeah it's worth it <laughs> um we will actually have bixby products on our website here soon um so they'll be able to get a bixby from us the mount the whole kit ready to go for the kayak it's super simple to add on it fits right there into where the rudder is that's insane okay. that she just crawled right up the front of it with nothing <laughs> yeah so the uh what what's the top speed you get with a bixby uh with a bixby let's see i can't remember the last time we actually tested that um we did a while ago so if you're just using the bixby i'm gonna say probably five six miles an hour that's pretty good um that's yeah really good just for a boat that's 150 pounds yeah topped out and then if you really want to go at it you can pedal and use the bixby at the same time right so you can go a little bit faster doing that or as we like to call it, the uh, the lazy pedal is you put the Bixby on like one or two, you know, or three down low, and then you pedal as well, and it's almost effortless. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really easy to pedal anyway. It's a super smooth system because it has that belt. Yeah, mm-hmm. the belt drives seem to be a lot more smoother than a chain, in my opinion. Oh yeah. Big time, which, and, and even the gears, the gears will whine. It doesn't matter how much trouble, you know, how much time you put into it. Gears will always whine. Yeah, there'll be some kind of chatter, some kind of whine, something. With the belt, it's just, I mean, it's almost silent. Yeah, that's that's There's always nice. Very little noise at all. So, have you guys tried to put like a torpedo or like a bow mount motor on this thing? Uh, we did once upon a time, but once we found the Bixby, we, we it was a lot easier to work with with mm-hmm. that and set the kayak up for it you can mount a like a standard trolling motor to it if you just want to want to work at it um mm-hmm. they just tend to kind of get in the way of things right so i know once you guys release this thing somebody's going to get one somebody's going to put a spot lock trolling motor on the front somehow because that seems like it happens with every kayak that releases and then everybody's blown away by it Oh yeah, I'm sure. And uh, the front right there kind of acts like a transom if you want to do that. Uh, mm-hmm. It gets in the way of the pedal drive, but uh, if you're not interested in that, then that's not an issue. <laughs> is right. the, is the pedal drive removable at all? Uh, you can remove it. Uh, you got to work at it a little bit. We've we've uh, thought about the idea of making it kind of like a quick remove deal, but I mean, when it comes down to it, most of the time you never need to take it out. Right. Um. Which is just as simple as removing a few, a few bolts. Where there's the decoys I was talking about. Yeah, um, I was about to say that's a load of them too. We've done a lot of shooting off of it. It's ridiculously stable. 
to shoot off of. I mean, you feel yeah, really comfortable. I mean, I don't know if you're like me when you're shooting ducks, but you know, I always like to go with a three inch shell just because I like the boom. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, when he was just popping off three, three inch shells back to back to back and the boat was barely tipping one way. That's awesome. Oh yeah. And actually those are three and a half. <laughs> oh Lord. You hunt geese. Oh, that's what he had when we when we shot three and a half. There you go. <laughs> that's a that's big cool. one right there. But yeah, yeah that's like, cool that you no can fun. crack off crack off three of them with the blind up, standing up, actively rotating, and the boat's barely moving. The boat didn't move from its spot at all. It just kind of rocked one way. Yeah, so. yeah. But that's what those catamaran holes do. I mean, they they give you a lot of a lot of mass in the water to stay in one place. Yeah. You know, it's not a, it's not a round hold bolt that a boat that likes to um, kayak that likes to shift, you know, or roll in the water or move one way or another. It, it really likes to stay where it's at. Right. Oh, for sure. So I, I was going to ask about having a crate option on this, but then I completely forgot that both sides of the decks open. So I'm guessing that's where you would put your tackle boxes. Yeah. Yeah. And then actually, you know, speaking of the crate, you can mount a crate to the front of it. Um, if you're not necessarily interested in using the handle or the, you know, the handle as a step, mm-hmm. um, you just get, you know, which we'll have them on our website. Um, you know, your standard, uh, I guess you'd call them uh, pipe grippers and mount them to the bottom of your crate and they grip right there to the handle. Huh. Wow. So, I'd like to see a, a yet gadget crate on the front of it. I think that would be sick, especially with it angled up. <laughs> yeah. That or, you know, what's crazy. So we both know, John, I don't know. I, I Not, not you, John, the other John, John Thomas. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Yak Gadget. I'm sure you are from looking at everything. Uh, but he is like a savant when it comes to making kayak products that no one knew they mm-hmm. wanted, but end up yep. wanting them really bad. And I can just both those sides open up, and I can imagine him making a drop in. Oh, it drops dude. right in that has the boxes tilted up a little bit, and then like, dude, yeah. just you can you basically organize it like a bass boat at that point because you have so much room on both sides. Like, this is a dream for somebody like me because I could bring like fifteen boxes if I wanted to. You have a <laughs> yeah. lot of room. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's kind of amazing how it works. Um. <clears throat> You know, we'll go back and forth doing testing on other kayaks and then using this and then seeing what's different, what we need to change, uh, you know, what we can make better. And it, you go you go back and forth and it's like, phew, I forget how spoiled I am. You know, <laughs> everything's everything's right here. I can just grab it. I just, you know, open up the hole and, uh, you know, get, uh, you know, open my little cooler. I got a soft cooler in there or, you know, your, your little tackle box or, you know, you can just put, you know, standard boxes in there. That's right. awesome. Yeah, it's That's not like you have to have your fancy. Uh, you don't have to have an, a box necessarily. You can just have your you know little clear, you know, bait boxes you stick in there, and you're good to go. Yeah, I mean, oh, you, yeah. you could probably even turn that into like a live well if somebody wanted to, you know, fish with some live bait or something. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I guess technically up. you could. Um, yeah, I know they make the little, the Air little raiders. nets. Uh, I can't remember what they're called. Uh, I saw them the other day. We were actually talking about it. Um, they're like the the nets you you keep on the kayak that is basically a live well, but it stays in the water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So that's actually pretty cool. You can put one of those in the, use the handle for the same thing, strap it right there to the handle and you've got all your, your wild bait right there, ready to go mm-hmm. sitting in the water in front of you. Since the prop is in the back, it doesn't bother anything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's, um, man, we covered just about everything. I mean, it's just, I can, I can say from first seeing the product and then now talking to you, it's, it's kind of definitely, I think you said his name was Hank, your uncle, definitely give him some kudos because it's super innovative. Uh, how basically everyone is starting to move to living smaller. Like we're not all as as blessed like it was i mean i have a little bit of i've got room you live out in the country so you have the god's country room but a lot of people are moving into cities or small towns and things like that to where they don't have room for kayaks or if they do they have to they live in an hoa like me so i can't have my boats outside next to my house because my hoa gets all butthurt about it so mm. stupid they're so stupid so i have yeah. a storage facility because i use my my garage for my vehicles um and you know people don't want to do that so having something like this to where you can pull it through the front door and put it in a side room put it if you have a basement you could take it down there i mean it's again it's only 140 pounds and it has wheels so it can go up and downstairs pretty easy yeah uh, like it's it's innovative pretty much what you, what you, what he's done and what you guys are making so i'm super pumped to see it hopefully i have an opportunity to get in the boat that would be sick yeah um, that would yeah. be cool yeah hopefully we can arrange that here soon um no he will be ecstatic to hear that he has worked extremely hard on this thing to make it right like i was saying before he didn't want to you know it, it's so easy to scapegoat on things and go oh we're just gonna you know it, it's good enough we'll put it out mm-hmm. um so we've been working really hard to make it just just right um hmm. but like you said you can pull it in your house that was another uh one of the main reasons he was uh, designing this thing in the first place. Uh, you can actually put it in a closet. So it's 23 oh, wow. inches wide when it's folded up. It fits in a standard closet. Huh. That's cool. Um, you know, you That's can awful. pull it into, say you live in a condo complex, you can pull it into the condo complex, put it in the elevator, take it up to your condo or apartment or whatever you want to call it and pull it into your door and put it in your closet. This is, oh, it's going to be the new version of the 1990s sitcom where every single New York apartment had like three bikes in it. Dude. It's just going to have three flip cats in it. <laughs> I used to live second floor um, apartment and third. I no, Well, the second one after we moved away from there. Oh, okay. Uh, I put my kayaks in the kitchen against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I had two kayaks just like stacked on top of each other in my freaking kitchen. I was just like, oh, this is stupid. Every time I wanted to use it, it was a pain. Yeah, and there's no, you don't need trailers. Uh, you, know, you don't have to have a, a, a custom rack for your uh, your truck where it hangs out. I can't remember what those are called. Um, the you have a, T-bone? Yeah, you have a, a 14-foot kayak sticking out the bed of your you know, say you drive a, a Toyota or a you know a, a mid-sized truck or small truck. Yeah. I mean, they stick out a long ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that's a lot to carry around. And then if not, you got to you know have a trailer. Say like you live in an HOA, you can't put it, you can't park it outside, you can't fit it in your garage. So you got to pay for a storage facility. Yep. Which has a trailer and uh, two kayaks and a canoe in it. Yep. And it's just <laughs> in there. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, Brad, do you have anything else? 
No, dude, we hit it. Uh, I think we. Dude, uh, this thing's this thing's so sick. It is cool. I like it. It is cool. I'm glad you guys followed me on Instagram because otherwise <laughs> I would have never even heard of it. And I, it, it's cool when stuff like this happens because, like, me and Matt do this product review show, and every time I see something like that follows me or I come across it on the featured page, I'm like. We need to have them on the show to talk about it. That's cool. So yeah, I'm glad you guys followed me, and I'm glad I saw it. Well, I mean, we're super happy to be here. You know, thank you for having us. Uh, maybe we can do it again sometime and get Hank on here. Um, That'd be cool. Oh yeah. yeah, he could really explain you know some of the really in depth things that have you know, come out of this. Um, I mean, there's there's so many little aspects to it. I'm sure I'm forgetting stuff because you know, <laughs> over the years of development, it's like, oh yeah, I forgot we could do that. Yeah, yeah. I could see. So that. I do. I've got two questions right before we go, and these are two questions from every consumer person who's ever buying it. First question is, what's your target price for the boat? Because I know it's not fully released yet. So the the uh, I'll call it our pre order cost. So we're actually going to do pre orders on our website. Um. We're originally going to do a Kickstarter, but I think we're we're just moving to do straight pre-orders. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a lot of interest off of uh, TikTok, Instagram, everywhere else. So it's like, well, if we can go, you know, straight to the point, you know, cut out time, we can get the product out quicker. Kickstarter yeah. takes a lot of time. Um, mm-hmm. Which, if you need that time, then it's phenomenal. But a lot of the people that do Kickstarters, they're not quite. It's a it's a design instead of a product, and we're to the product stage. You know, we we have yeah. a working product, so it's like, well. We're, we're going to do pre-orders. Um, the pre-order price is going to be $4,500. That'll include yep. the pedal drive and the chair and the rudder. So you'll basically get a, a fully operational kayak. Um, and then after that, uh, after pre-orders, we'll probably raise the price because um, we'll, we'll do a, a pre-order special mm-hmm. right off the bat. So we'll probably be looking more towards the you know, $5,000 range. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, and for for everything that's that's on that, I mean, it's not just a single platform that can do other things okay. It's a platform that can, from looking at it, can do everything okay or everything great. Um. So yeah, so we got got the cost out of the way, and then the next thing is, I know I'm sure you guys have kind of a window because we're getting down to the where you're doing pre orders and getting down to the wire to where the products finally hit the market. Do you have an estimated time frame of when people can start seeing these and ordering these and getting them? You know pay buy ship all pretty quick when it's gonna hit the market yeah so if everything goes good uh we're working out the last little details getting our website squared away uh next couple of weeks we'll do pre-orders um and then after that um we really want to get them out after pre-orders are done before summer oh wow so it's quick so you're coming right up on the door oh yeah big time no we're we are there from that standpoint, like I said, we're mainly right now trying to, to finish our website and get it, you know, perfectly squared away, get everything good to go. So it's real seamless. We don't have, you know, issues with pre-orders and, you know, stuff not working. We want it right. So, like I said, next well, couple of weeks, we'll be good to go. Very cool. Well, uh, do you want to shout out like a uh, social media and uh, your website and everything where people can follow you and find you? Yeah. So, uh Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, everything's Noisy River Outdoors. Um, our website's noisyriveroutdoors.com. And uh, that's where you can find us. If they need to get in contact with us, they can actually, and I forgot to mention this before, we're actually doing a giveaway right now. Um, 
giving away a flip cat. So you can enter Ooh. that on our website. <laughs> no one free. enter it. It's just me. <laughs> no one enter giveaway. We're we're gonna put that link in the uh, description. So if you guys want to hit that link when the show comes out, uh, you'll be able to find it easy. I'm yeah, it yeah, right it's, now. it's right there on the website. You just uh, enter the information and you're good to go. Yep, I found it. I'm gonna enter it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right, man. Uh, Matt. What else you got? What? Nothing. Anything? Else? I don't have anything else. No, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm doing the giveaway thing, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this thing. I think this boat's awesome, uh, John. I really appreciate you coming on. Definitely, definitely, definitely. I'll say it on here, and everyone's gonna hear it. So you'll have no choice but to do it. Once it releases, we'll get you and uh, uh, Hank back on here so we can really get down the nitty gritty and kind of get everyone pumped up for the new release. So I'm, I'm pumped for that. So, but again, appreciate you coming on, explaining the boat to us. I think it's kind of revolutionary in everything it does. And I am super excited to see what happens with it in the next couple months. Yeah. You guys should make your way out to the Columbus fishing expo. That'd be awesome. We, we might just have to do that. We're, we're going to be working <laughs> on, you know, hitting you know a few different expos as we get uh, done with our pre-orders and, and stuff like that. Start getting it's, out there, meeting people. Yeah, it's probably too short of notice that uh, the expos next month, like the tenth through the twelfth. But I don't know if you guys end up being there. That'd be cool because me and Matt will be there. Either that, or or maybe we can talk about you guys coming down to the uh, Dale Hollow Paddle and Fin event. People can uh, try your boats on Dale Hollow because we have a tournament that we run. Uh, which we, me and Brad are really bad about, like reminding. I know viewers of <laughs> stuff. Forgot. So. The Dale Hollow event, John, this will be for you too, is the second to last weekend of April, the 22nd and 23rd. Uh, come down early. It's at Eastport Marina. Great place to stay. Fantastic cabins. Uh, me and Brad will probably be there a couple of days early. Brian and them mm -hmm. will be there probably for the whole week. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we get a good turnout. That would be great for some uh, tournament anglers to see the boat and get a look at it. We will have to keep that in mind. Hopefully yeah. we're going to be able to do a um uh, i'll say a, a trials event at some point soon and you know get people like you guys out there they can get on the kayak try it out see what they think you know fish on it for a couple hours whatever needs That's to happen awesome. but hopefully we're oh, going to yeah. work towards that so that should be soon awesome well i think that is the end of the episode uh if you guys have listened this far we appreciate it uh thanks for tuning in and we will see you next week Thank you.